Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Michael Cornell is joining us this morning on WBEN. Hamburg School Superintendent and President of the Erie Niagara School Superintendents Association. State education officials are considering some big changes to New York's high school graduation requirements. Uh, Michael, you know, right away when you hear this, you wonder why? Why are they considering this? What do you know about that? Well, here's here's what I know. This conversation goes back to 2019, where um, the commissioner at the time talked about the desire of the department to undertake the work of a comprehensive review of diploma requirements. Uh, like many things, COVID delayed that progress. The commission was actually impaneled finally in fall of 2022. And the final report was presented to uh, the Board of Regents by the commission earlier in November. And here's, here's, what, I, here's what I know. Here, here's what I think the highlights are uh, the regents are going to remain. They're not getting rid of regents' exams, but the department is going to likely create some optionality around them. And I think the exams, can, I mean, they've evolved over time. Let's remember the, the New York State regents' exam has been around since 1875 or something like that. So it's an enterprise that's been around for a while. It's, enter, it's, it's been uh, modified over time, and I think it's uh, right to continue to continue to modify them and Think about how necessary they are in all student circumstances. Uh, we have to remember that all all kids, every kid is a unique learner with their own uh, unique learning needs and customizing around them and, and having less one size fits all, I think is always going to be a good thing. Uh, one diploma instead of three different types of diplomas, but you can add endorsements and seals like for CTE, uh, like trades, for example, in SEALs, like for civ- civics, uh, biliteracy, performing arts. Um, and I think the department is going to provide some guidance and rubrics around how we can use uh, and evaluate performance assessments. Uh, and performance assessment, I think, is a really important way for us to think about assessing kids. So uh, anytime we get away from, from standardization in education, uh, you know, get away from a one-size-fits-all um, type of standardized curriculum and assessment um, and, you know, start moving towards what the mo- – think about what happens in the modern world. Everything in the modern world is customized to suit the end-user experience. And then every kid has to learn the same thing in the same way in the same class at the same time and take the same test. 
And then we expect them to go out to the modern world where everything is customized uh, to the end user experience. There's a dissonance and a disconnect very often between the institution of education and what we expect them to do when, when, we, when they leave us after graduation in high school. You know, when you start to talk about the regents' exams, and it's something that says, I mean, this would not be the first time we're having this conversation, right, where there is kind of this disconnect, where a lot of people are of the mind, okay, I agree, like things, maybe a standardized test isn't the best way to go about it. At the same time, are we just going to eliminate tests because, well, kids can't pass them anymore, and there has to be some way to measure proficiency and you know sometimes it is going to come down to a test well i mean let's let's be clear about what the we just take the regents exams i mean right now for most regents exams the way the scores are scaled and the tests are designed you know you can a student can correctly answer 50% of the questions and still pass so, you know, and it's not because the kids can't pass them. It's because they're much less memorizing tests and much more kind of, um, you know, they're almost performance assessments in themselves. They have to analyze documents or uh, make assessments about how to, how to conduct an experiment and, and offer opinions in writing and extended response questions. It's very difficult to accurately capture what a kid knows and can do in a paper and pencil test. You know, it's kind of like a square peg in a round hole in a world where all of the world's knowledge is in every student's pocket in their phone. So how much do we need them to memorize versus how much do we have to make sure that they can think critically and creatively, collaborate productively, and communicate effectively about their work in a variety of media? I mean, that's the matter of the world. That's the stuff that we need to have our kids leave with. You know, they need to be able to create, care, solve, and discover out in the modern world, not remember every element of Jacksonian democracy. Um, so we're trying to find an assessment system and a graduation set of graduation requirements that can actually capture that for kids. You know, what do we want them to do? Be able to pass a, a social studies test or be able to create a thoughtful, thoughtfully curated portfolio uh, for students in visual and performing arts. So we want kids to be able to engage in productive debate. I think we could use more of that in our society today. Uh, be able to create a science experiment designed to test a particular hypothesis. Uh, we want our kids to be problem si uh, solvers. We want them to be problem finders. There's things we need solved in the world, and these are the kids who are going to have to do it. They're going to, I mean, these kids, if a seventh grader is going to be in their prime earning years in the 2030s and the 2040s. So these kids need to learn how to be really good, caring, productive, creative thinkers. We need an assessment system and a set of graduation requirements that allow us to capture that in school. You know, I was reading some of the objectives here, and it, among other things, it includes financial literacy education. Are, are too many kids coming out of high school today without these basic skills? You know, I think we do a halfway decent job in school of doing that. Actually, in Hamburg, we have a graduation requirement. Every kid has to take a personal finance course in order to graduate from high school. Um, and, you know, I think there's I think an emphasis on some of those some of those things is, is certainly appropriate. I mean, if, if, a, if a young person is going to be a welder 
<clears throat> and, you know, what an amazing field for kids, right? Um, if they're going to go into the visual and performing arts, would we rather have them, uh, you know, focus on a seal of, of biliteracy or a seal of financial literacy? Or do we want them to make sure that they can, um, you know, pass a particular test uh, that tests their knowledge of a novel? You know, every, every path after high school has value. The economy is wildly diverse right now in terms of opportunity. Um, and things we think are really important now, like we teach our kids starting in first grade how to code. Like literally we have six-year-old coding robots. But AI may, might make coding as a skill obsolete in five years. You know, who knows? So what we're really trying to do, what, what I think the department is trying to do, is provide a sense of optionality for school districts so we can customize the end user experience, not only for the needs of that particular student for what they want to do with their, with their life, but also allow them to be able to adapt to the world after they graduate from high school. Because they're going to have three or four different jobs in a very competitive, very diverse global economy and labor market. So if we don't teach them how to think uh, when they leave here um, through a variety of diverse activities and authentic real-world activities, we're hamstringing them for their future if we don't do that. Michael, I think a lot of people are listening to you and what you just said are nodding along in agreements, you know, what we're going to teach kids. And I, I might sound uh, like an old man here, but is there not also some value in having kids, uh, you know, learn a task. You mentioned some of these, uh, you know, things like ancient democracy or, you know, some of these uh, fact-based things to have them kind of do something that you don't want to do, in other words, um, do it well enough to have some level of proficiency in it and then demonstrate that. And that takes a, a good amount of work that will translate, a lot of people have thought over the years, to the real world. Yeah, I, I, yes. So let's be clear what I think is happening here. Maybe I haven't uh, captured it exactly right. There are going to be a lot of kids who are going to graduate from high school taking five, six, and seven regents exams. The regents exams aren't going away. For a large percentage of kids, um, taking five or six or seven regents exams is the path that they're going to want to take to high school graduation because of the college program that they want to enroll in, uh, because of the profession that they think they want to attack when they graduate from college. So that, that is going to be there. What we've done in, in school for the last probably 30 years is told generations of kids that if you don't go to a four-year college and, and get a four-year college degree, you're going to be living in a van down by the river. And what, we try, what we're trying to make sure that we do is we open up pathways for kids for whom passing five regents exams is, is not what they need to do in order to become, uh, you know, somebody who's going to work in the performing arts, uh, somebody who's going to work in the trades. Um, and we need people in those, pro those professions desperately, as we all know. So maybe they're going to take one or two regents exams. So it's not like you're going to be able, I don't think anyway, although you'll be able to graduate from high school uh, without passing any regents exams. There's obviously value to, to young people graduating from high school having a real sense for 
the traditions of democracy, uh, the canon of literature and other things. I I don't think that's going away, and I don't have any sense that that's the intention of the department as they think about revising requirements. This isn't a – we live in a complex world. We don't have the luxury of or choices. It's tests or performance assessments. Uh, We have the obligation of trying to find a set of and solutions to how we construct diploma requirements so that they can do a combination of you pass some of the regents exams, but then there's also some of these other ways that you can demonstrate what you know and can do that are more performance related, more authentically designed for the real world so that we open pathways up because we we keep a lot of kids kind of stuck in limbo in terms of graduation uh, because they need to pass one single regents exam uh, that really is not going to have a significant impact on their uh, ability to go out and make a living for themselves and a family. So it's about finding optionality. It's about having less standardization, less one size fits all so that we can meet the needs of all learners. But to be clear and to your point, uh, that that pathway of five or six or seven regents exams is still one that's going to be taken by probably a majority of students. All right. Well, hey, it's interesting to talk about, and thank you for the time. I really do appreciate it. Michael Cornell, president of the Erie Niagara Superintendents Association. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.